0: truck
1: <laughs> and we, yeah, and we are and we are live ladies and gentlemen welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield report i am your host sam whitfield Broadcasting live from South Florida here at NGC Studios. Thank you all so very much for joining me for tonight's uh, very special episode of the podcast. Real quick, as always, we have uh, some contact info to go over. Uh, You can contact me on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me there at NGC. Hashtag uh, Whitfield Report, hashtag Sam's Savages. Uh, you can follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield, although, since I never use it, uh, you know, do whatever there. Uh, go to my website, thesamwhitfield.com. That is uh, the website, and I'll be updating that soon. So, uh, by the way, I want to give a huge uh, thank you to Owen Benjamin. Uh, for creating all this controversy, because, uh, because of all the shit he's stirred up, and because of the audio podcast, uh, revenue that I've earned just talking about him, uh, he has now indirectly paid for the, uh, the year's registration for my website. So, when, uh, when it's time to renew the domain address, Owen is, uh, Responsible. So, thank you for that, then, Owen. So, you know, bookmark thesandwithfield.com. I promise I'll uh, be writing over there a lot more. uh, Once this whole saga settles down... Uh, Speaking of the audio podcast, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts uh, by going to angerfm forward slash Whitfield Report. You can also... Uh, Become a supporter of the podcast financially for a monthly uh, fee, whether that be $1, $5, or $10. And uh, tonight, folks, you can also super chat the show, in air quotes, uh, by going to paypal.me forward slash whitfieldpod. I would greatly appreciate that Uh, if, if you did that. I'll be reading super chats at the end of the show if you're interested and uh, I'll also be donating a portion of the Super Chats to uh, Chuck Borse's GoFundMe uh, fund for his uh, car and medical bills. As we know, Chuck was in an accident uh, a few months ago, which we'll talk about, actually. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I actually have our man of the uh, hour... Or the man of the evening, I should say, uh, Mr. Chuck Boris is joining us live. Uh, so let me bring him up on screen here. There we go, Chuck. Welcome to the uh, welcome back to the Whitfield Report, Mr. Uh, Sam Whitfield equivalent. of Joey Diaz. How are you doing?
2: How are you doing, Sam?
1: You're uh, you're you're enough of a reoccurring guest that you're pretty much my equivalent of the. Uh, you're pretty much what I what. Joey is to Joe. You are to me. So uh, I appreciate you coming back on. And uh, Chuck, a lot of people have asked me uh, after the whole Carlos Danger interview. Uh, you're the guy who's responsible for exposing uh, Eric Nimmer.
0: Yeah, know- but before,
2: before we get into any of that, though, um, as you mentioned earlier, it is the third time that I've. Uh, uh, this is the third time that I've been on your show now. Uh, so, number one, I dressed up nice for you, Sammy.
1: Oh, thank you, Chuck. Oh, you well, didn't two, have
2: to. Number two, I wrote a parody for you. So, if you'd like to give me a minute, I'll play it for you real quick. This is, I didn't get a chance to do, I ran through it, like, once, because I had shit to do all day today, so, if you'd like to, I'll
1: play sure, it. Sure, yeah, me. ladies and gentlemen, a lot, here we have here a live performance... On the uh, on the pre-nightwave show, Chuck Boris, here on the Whitfield Report, doing right, a new pair, a new song. Take it away, Chuck. This
2: is just for you, Sammy. All right. Sammy is
0: savage tonight on the stream. I can see him crushing heads and never sounding no knowing. I can see Sammy live on the wild. Oh, God, you God bless Samuel. Because he's such a savage
2: guy. To say Sammy... Oops, sorry. Here we go. The problems we when you don't practice. To
0: say, savage Sammy, interview Ben. Sammy says it's one of the better ones. He said never seen all him. Sammy should know he's done them enough. Well oh, bless Samuel. Cause he said so much. Oh, Sammy, my brother, you are Younger yeah, than me, do you still bring the pain? Through <laughs> the lip tugs on your heels, you're a savage guy. You're <laughs> always <is> gonna fly. It's in your universe, much more than that Benjamin guy. <laughs> Sending is to savage tonight on the stream I can see him crushing hands with never Sandy me on I can see Sammy live on the wire Walk oh, can the saddle Just see such a savage guy
2: Hey, Wow, you.
1: Chuck. Uh, thank you so much, buddy. <laughs> I, I really. Uh, wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, well up and fake, uh, you know, cry like Stephen Crowder does and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, wow, dude. I, I really uh, appreciate that. So, uh, uh, ladies. Uh, guys, I wish-
2: I've it a couple times more. I had that one slip up there.
1: Eh, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's live. It's like the uh, old Sirius XM live we'll do shows. So, yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. So, uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck is a uh, master parody, and apparently a, he's just a great song performer in general. I've, Chuck, I've. Uh, watch some of your other non-parody cover videos, and those are really good uh, as well. Thank you, Sam. I know, I know
2: that's that's not what people wanted to talk about. I'm sorry to have de- derailed it, but I wanted to do that for no, you. Because... No,
1: no, no. I, I, I was actually going to... Uh, I didn't have time to download it tonight, so I apologize, but uh, I was going to play your uh, Jesse Smollett uh, parody video. I actually sent that to uh, a friend of mine uh, who I turned on you know, I I turned one of my friends on to your, uh, parody song, and he really liked it, so. And then I showed that same friend, the, uh, <laughs> Owen Benjamin Porcelain documentary, and, uh, yeah. Now, here we are. So, uh, anyway, in addition to, uh, being a master song parody writer, Chuck, I can now also say that you're one of the, uh, Finest citizen journalist that I've also had the chance to speak to And ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a little background too Because uh, as Chuck mentioned, uh, I did interview Ben Shapiro Right after uh, Andrew Breitbart died So pre-Delay Wire and pre-Never uh, Trump uh, era uh, Shapiro Back when he was still one one of us uh, since then, I've also had the chance to interview citizen journalists like Dan Sandini, who is actually in the chat, uh, over at Daylight Disinfectant, so check his channel out, even though he's not really active these days. And then Leo Stratton, who, uh, was also a citizen journalist in Portland, and he has unfortunately, uh, passed away. All fine citizen journalists, and Chuck, when you, uh, when you blew the lid off the uh, Eric Nimmer story, I was really impressed. So, uh, briefly, Chuck, I just want to go back to the to the uh, beginning, though. How did you discover about the Unbearables in Owen Benjamin?
2: I, I think like a lot of people, or at least some people, through Stephen Crowder, uh, I had watched, I think the first time I ever saw Owen Benjamin ever, was when he did that song about uh <clears throat> somebody got a frog in my throat. Um okay they uh, um he had a parody song about French Canadians. I think that was either the first time I saw him. And it might have been shortly after that that they also did the We've Only Just Begun parody, which I don't think I don't know if Owen wrote any of that. But he was in the video that they did for it. So
1: was this on Crowder or uh... It's was. Both on Crowder. Okay.
2: Because uh, what had happened is uh, uh, somebody had sued Crowder. Uh, or, um, I think it was actually, they, that was when the estate of, uh, um, who's the, the painter? Um, oh, Bob. Bob
1: Ross. Oh, yeah. Bob Ross. Yeah, I remember that whole
2: So they made uh, a parody that they've only just begun. You uh-huh. know, so it was it, it was amusing and I like parody music and you know, gimmicky stuff like that. So obviously I found it funny. So that's why I started looking into him. And that's back when I didn't hear anything called unbearables. It was, um, back then they were calling it, why didn't they laugh? So that's what I was going to watch was something called, why didn't they laugh? Which was Owen's podcast where He had, like, jokes or bits of jokes that he knew were funny, but he just – he wasn't sure why it didn't have the impact it was supposed to. So he used to get fans on stream or, you know, in general, people that like to write to come and say, hey, how could this be better? How could I give this more punch? Right. I get the laugh that I'm trying to get.
1: Right. So then it became – so – when when the unbearables became a thing in December of seventeen, right? Or
2: something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, because I the the reason I bring this up, I brought this up on the Thursday show. I came in uh in March of twenty eighteen. I came in literally three weeks before the whole thing fell apart. And I came in obviously as people know uh, because of Owen's third interview with uh, Joe Rogan where Kurt Metzger talked over him the entire time and uh, I as I've explained before, I I wasn't really impressed with Owen. But I like the idea of a conservative network of um, basically creative people, which is why I joined and you know, I, I had heard whispers of like you know some problems internally, but things were pretty good at the time when I joined and then, uh, as soon as that roast battle between uh, John Neary and uh, Eric Nimmer happened, the the wheels basically came off the wagon. Uh, as far as I I was concerned, so um, now as uh, Brian explained in my interview uh, last week, no one really believed that Nimmer was uh, a troublemaker at all you know you tried to warn owen we all tried to warn owen and it's pretty clear that he didn't listen um and we left and did our own thing at what point were you uh kind of like well fuck it dude i'm gonna what motivated you to basically search out Nimmer's uh past basically
2: well basically what had happened is at first, just from uh, some of my friends and people in the danger zone and everything, just putting together uh, Nimmer's claims on their very own, they were able to tell that just the timeline of what he was saying didn't make sense. Nothing lined up. Uh, so we kind of already knew that he was full of crap. We had gotten somebody who had access to military records that did a search that came back with basically nothing, so we knew something was up, but we didn't have any uh, official documents. But the reason, in my mind, the why it started is just like you said, is between that and some things that uh, Owen had said to some of the unbearable, uh, not Owen, that uh, Nimmer had said to some of the unbearables uh, were, were pretty terrible. So between that and that's kind of, between that and the Neri-Roast battle, that's why we kind of started looking at, paying more close attention to his claims. Uh, so they were able to determine from that and several other things that just everything that he said didn't make sense. The timeline just, there was no way he could have done all of these things in the amount of time that he said that he did them. So because of that, that's why we started looking into him. And basically at one point, you know, we had stopped doing live streams after, uh, the Unbearables had come after the Danger Zone channel, and it, uh, striked, it striked it into uh, so we couldn't do live streaming anymore. So in the meantime, when there was kind of downtime and nobody was really doing anything, I didn't tell anybody. But on my own, did the project and started working with them, and that's when I filed the records on Eric Nimmer and Got all the information to uh, definitively prove that what he was saying was full of shit.
1: Yeah, I, I so I remember, and I, I mean, I think at this point uh, now we can kind of um, talk about this. I I remember you you added me in a private group, uh, you know, Twitter chat, and you were telling me and I, you know, a few other people that you were going after Nimmer, and I was. I was surprised not so much that you were going after Nimmer to try and find the proof of stolen valor, but, like, I was surprised that just anyone in general, because, I mean, I think we all we all knew that something was up with the guy, clearly. And just to re- refresh people, uh, Eric Nimmer was going around uh, harassing women at, like, Owen's shows. He was... Bowling, uh, other unbearables on streams and then basically living and causing chaos. Uh, someone asked in the in the chat, it was, someone asked earlier if you had ever had any contact with Eric directly, like in a hangout or anything like that.
2: Um, yes, there were a couple of bear hangouts. Uh, I don't know if I was in the OG bear hangouts that, brian was talking about i i was probably in some of the ones he was talking about about but i don't know if i was in all of the ones he was talking about yeah i definitely i definitely was in one chat that not only owen was in but eric nimmer was in as well
1: yeah i remember i remember i was like in one og chat that uh i think it was like owen had left so i came in and uh like, a few of the OG bears had wanted to talk to me because I had interviewed, uh, Ben Shapiro, that was kind of what I was known for at that point, and, uh, like, I had just made some, like, white joke that, uh, you know, I thought that Nimmer was okay, but I didn't think it was really that funny, and so he was, like, trying to, you know, impress me and kind of be funny, and I, I said, um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay, but, uh, you know, I just didn't mind it that, humorous, but, you know, I didn't have anything against the guy at first. Um, but it was, it was an awkward exchange to say the least. And I think that's kind of how everyone felt around him.
2: If, <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure if it's on tape anywhere, if I'm remembering correctly, but the day of the Neary Roast Battle, I'm pretty, we knew that it was coming and that John was going to, you know, try to roast Nimmer on stream. So as usual, I i think I had told everybody I'm going to play my usual part and play the man that's trying to calm everything down in case things get too crazy. So if anybody ever makes the whole stream available, you'll see that I'm being very apologetic and, you know, uh, I even said to Dimmer at one point uh, on the stream. Thank you for your service. Because at that time we hadn't looked into anything, yeah. and at that time I, I wasn't suspect at all because nothing had gone down yet. All that had happened is John had hilariously roasted uh, Eric. That's that's it. That's all that happened.
1: Yeah, there, there's video of of you in that documentary on the on the on the uh, on that roast stream. I was in there for like five minutes, and my portion only made like three seconds in the doc, but there's, there's footage of, of that roast in, in the documentary. You're, you're, you're laughing. I mean, we were, we were all laughing hysterically. So, uh, just how near had, you know, killed them. And, and yes, folks, I am, I am going to actually up, re upload my interview with John later in the week too.
2: Somebody asked, am I smoking a blunt? I had let me consult my dictionaries. My my, Funkin Wagnalls here.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: the answer is no. I am not smoking a book.
1: Yeah, uh, no. And to answer, dictionaries out for you guys. Yeah. So I wanted to sport. I picked up a lesson from Box Day. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, to an- and to... Dan, to answer your question,
2: you, told me, uh... you know, because I'm funny, people would take me more seriously if I put the encyclopedias back there. Yeah. So I made sure to get them the ones, the Funkin' well. and look. Now I have two editions. I have I have the new ones from the '90s, and I have old ones from the fucking
1: '50s or '60s or some shit. What's What's your uh, IQ, Chuck? <coughs> what What's your What's your uh, IQ? If, if
2: average probably I
1: have no idea. Oh, come on. It's got to be at least like 210, right? If if I, if, I, have,
2: if, I have no idea. If, no
1: if, idea. If Owen is 147, then you and I at least have to be double that. So, um <laughs> but uh no, and Dan to answer your question from earlier, uh Dan in the chat asked if Owen vetted any of these people. And uh well, I think that's the big problem, is Owen never did vet people, and even when even when we vetted people, like, for him.
2: And when we tried to tell him, he didn't want to hear it. Uh, you know, at one point, like Brian had said, Brian had said, hey, there's something going on with Eric. He had asked some of the, the OG Bears what they thought, and they said, hey, put it out there. So, uh, you know, he did. And they went, uh, they went after him, you know? Yeah. So we because were... So he yeah. basically... Excuse me. Drink drank that beer awfully quick. But he was willing to put himself out there to, uh, um, take that hit of being the guy that started to say, hey, Nim full of shit. So, uh, they encouraged him to come out with the information and then they attacked him. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was it was very bizarre, and you know, uh, I mean, and it it seemed so obvious. I thought at the time that Owen would at least be reasonable, and uh, you know, at least look into things on his own. But keep in mind, this is also pre uh, moon landing era Owen, and
2: uh, so, uh, Owen wasn't into that all that crazy shit back then because people you know it's hard to uh you're you're talking about two different people when you're talking about the guy Owen is now and the guy Owen was at the beginning before before pre-Nimmer Owen's totally different man yeah really at the entry point of Nimmer and at the controversy over Nimmer is really the tipping point when he just started to go downhill quick
1: i think also uh, Dan and I talked about this in private last night when I shared the doc with, with him and I mean I've I've heard a couple other people make this observation uh, obviously I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that but uh, based on what I've noticed Owen became Owen really it, became
2: Someone said in the chat that DZ left before all that um, yeah. But, and yeah that, that's, that's true yeah. you know what I'm saying isn't necessarily in uh, in timeline. I'm I'm just going over the bits and portions of uh, things as I remember it, so the timeline might be out of whack, so...
1: Yeah, no, but, uh, so I'll just kind of say that basically, in what I was going to say is, right after Owen got booted from Twitter is kind of when I noticed that he started to kind of show more angsty tendency, tendencies, like, it was kind of like, what was weird is it was almost like he was begging to be kicked off Twitter because he was just, you know, he was, well, eating... he
2: was because right at that period, the, the reason he was getting kicked off Twitter is because not only was he making, you know, that N word stole my bike, uh, jokes. He was also going after people awfully hard for dumb, dumb, dumb stuff on Twitter. So he really was asking for it because, basically, I think what the game was to get banned and then wear it like a badge of honor that he's such a martyr that he went down for these great opinions that he has when really it wasn't you know it's nothing it had nothing to do with that you know but
1: he was asking for it but at the same time it was almost like once it happened he couldn't believe that it happened and he freaked he freaked out and kind of. Had him Again, I'm speculating, so, you know... It's
2: it's, it's kind of like when you talk smack on Twitter sometimes, and you're like, you kind of have that thought in the back of my head. And again, you could probably get... And so, what if I did? You know, and then it never happens. But like, oh, and he kept doing that, and then eventually they actually banned him, and he was kind of like, oh, what the fuck? I guess he just asked for it so long... That he got used to
1: it, you know. Yeah, and then and then when it and then when it finally happened, he did the whole uh I can't process it thing. So um to answer Weasel Woods, yes, I did see. I I I saw uh someone told me that Mike Cernovich dropped uh Owen's interview and you know, Cernovich. He's yeah, he's in Cernovich is another, uh, you know, questionable character these days, so not really surprised that he had had Owen in that documentary. Um, but, so you, um, so just to get back back to Nemo, though, because we are kind of moving on, so you, so you filed the, uh, the FOIA documents, and were you expecting to find Anything when you... Uh...
2: Really, at the time, I didn't know what I was going to find because when we had put in the initial request, you immediately get back a preliminary result. And the preliminary res- results had a positive yes for Marines and a positive yes for the National Guard. So really, that could have been anything. So that's why, especially once I got the preliminary, it was... Okay, something looked up because the dates didn't look right, and that's what uh, the woman from the Big Warrior Project had told me. Something's up because the dates don't look right, but we don't know anything uh, until we get the uh, definitive record back. The preliminary just had a yes that he had gone in either one. But from the dates, she was able to see, especially from... The Marine, one, from not looking at anything other than the dates, she was able to determine immediately, well, there's no way that he could have graduated from boot camp, no matter what the situation was. There was no way he could have graduated. Therefore, even if he did go to boot camp, for some reason he never graduated, and therefore he's not a Marine. You're not a Marine unless you graduate and take the oath. So it's just like, but I keep saying to people who don't quite get it, if I enroll in Princeton, right? I go to Princeton, right? And let's say it's, I'm in over my head. I get there and it's just, it's not for me. I'm so in over my head that I say, I want out, right? So then I leave. I'm no longer at Princeton. But then I go around telling everybody I'm a Princeton graduate. That's what Nimmer did, except there's no legal ramifications to me saying uh, I went to Princeton when I didn't. There is legal ramifications to him saying he served when he didn't.
1: Right. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people don't actually know that stolen valor is a is a federal crime. Uh, at least that that's what I that's what I read it. It it is a it is a federal crime. You're you're the you're the expert, right? Um yeah, well,
2: you see certain things are you see it got me so mad when um Vox Day talked about the whole Eric Nimmer thing and Fox day had definitively said, no, Eric Nimmer isn't a case of stolen valor. Stolen valor is only when you violate these certain things. Well, it just so happens that Eric Nimmer did violate some of those certain things. So, you know, it will, it, it, eventually it's all going to come out, you know, like I, to, to tell you the truth, I am not a big military buff. I don't, I'm not, uh, uh, huge on my knowledge of the military, but uh, I knew enough by what I got to know that Eric Nimmer was full of crap, and this information has gotten to people right. that know exactly what all of these... See, I knew that all of these claims meant something. I just knew that the disenrollment meant something, but at the time I couldn't come out and say it to anybody, because who would have believed me? You know, I was a guy on
0: YouTube,
2: goofy parody videos and cover songs. I mean, I wasn't even necessarily going for any sort of news or political uh, angle at the time. So, uh, and a couple times I'd wanted to make a video about it, and the friends of mine had talked me down off that ledge, because, you know, I told a couple people once I had gotten... And the first thing we got back was the Marine correspondence, and we got that back within, I think, uh, within the month. I think two weeks from when we filed, we got the definitive record from the Marines. Now, when we had got that, I knew enough to know that the disenrollment was all I needed to hear was that he disenrolled. And here's another thing, and I've been meaning I haven't made an update video yet, but I was under the impression that, like, let's say your grades weren't adequate that when you got disenrolled, I thought it was something like the Marines said to Eric Nimmer, your grades aren't good enough, you're out. No, from a couple people, like I've been saying, I've been passing this information along to people that know better than me, well, from basically what they're telling me is that no, Eric Nimmer would have had to basically voluntarily request disenrollment, which means that Eric Nimmer said to the Marines, it's not for me, I'm out, I can't take it. So he walked away from the Marines. The Marines didn't walk away from Eric Nimmer, Say so he wasn't good enough. Eric Nimmer walked away from them. So that was also a big revelation to know that that was kind of more of the... Uh, that that was more of, a, uh, of what was going on.
1: Inter- interesting. The plot thickens then.
2: Yeah. So anyway, but in, we had known within a couple weeks that uh, the, Eric Nimmer never made any claims to being in the Guard. But I was sworn, basically, to secrecy by the Fake Warrior Project. They said, we want to wait until we get back any information from the Guard, since he was in the National Guard, too, to see what they have. Because who knows if maybe there's an off chance that he did something in the Guard. we got the Guard information back, and lo and behold, nothing came back except he's in the Guard. uh, He enrolled in the Guard in 2013, and that's kind of it. So, in all reality, he's probably just you know, just some regular dude in the Guard. So that's basically the extent. And then he tried out for the Marines, couldn't hack it, said fuck this, left for a couple of years to do God knows what, and then he re-enrolled in the... the he, not re-enrolled, but then he enrolled in the National Guard.
1: And see, I mean, if he, if he had just said that he served in the National Guard, I mean, look, I mean, the National Guard is, I mean, sure, it's not as perhaps sexy as, you know, the Marines or the Army, but I mean, the the National Guard is still the National
2: yeah, That's, I had always said, you know, there, there was no reason for, if he was looking for sympathy because of the you know, military service or something, you know what, nobody's going to frown upon a service thing, no matter what branch you were in. He could have even told the 100% truth, hey, you know what, I tried out for the Marines, it just, it, it wasn't for me, I couldn't cut it. So then I joined the, National Guard. And people would have said, well, thank you for your service, you know, and that would have been the end of it. There was really no need for him to lie other than he wanted to feel big about himself, and that meant more to him than getting in trouble. Well, which he's going to now that it's in uh, hands of people who actually have uh, you know, military uh, service and stuff under their belt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things that uh, it rubbed me the wrong way from the very beginning... Uh, was
2: okay. I'll let I'll let my hair down.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're yeah we're gonna. Re- oh my god, <laughs> my god. This is that's too hot for YouTube. Uh, we're gonna get age restricted and whatnot now. So, uh, I look like now. Now I look. I look like
2: uh, um, what the fuck is it? uh um, Bram Stoker's Dracula when Dracula came to England and he was young again? was wasn't he just the little blue glasses I'll look like.
1: Well, or, or you could be, or you could be a, a young, or you could be like son of, to, to belong to our universe, you could be son of Count Cucula or whatever. By the way. I uh, need to
2: feel makeup for that. Yeah.
1: Go, by the way, folks, uh, if you, not to go on a commercial break here, tangent, but uh, if you do like a, uh, like B-movie uh, horror parody, i Strongly recommend you subscribe to Count Cocula's YouTube channel. I'm not a big, uh, horror movie fan, but if you like mystery science theater type stuff, uh, you were there when Cocula debuted the, uh, the stuff. It it was, it was really, uh, funny. So, yeah, Uh, obligatory, uh, shout out to Count Kockula, but, uh.
2: Have I been, it's Weasel asks, have I been in court at a wedding? No. Everybody complimented so much on my, uh, on my, uh, uh, dog beater.
1: Yeah. The, uh.
2: They like this. One of my suits for Sammy today it's an appearance. And for those of you turning on late, you might have missed it. I wrote it. I wrote a song for Sammy. You missed it. Maybe I'll play it again. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who knows? Any anything can happen. Also, uh, damn with the comment earlier that was hilarious. It's Matt Drudge versus uh it's Matt Drudge uh, interviewing uh, uh, Carlos Santana. So that was that was that was hilarious. Very young Carlos Santana. Which uh, I'll 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 get into why I have the fedora. I I usually wear, but I I have a specific reason. Reason uh, for that, which I'll, I'll explain in a little bit, because it does relate. So, let's get
2: back on track here.
1: So, um, you, so you, um, you, so you submitted the information, and then you wanted to wait. At what point were you like, "Okay, we have to re"? Now is the time to release this.
2: Well, well, I, the the first thing that had happened was. I was I was kind of keeping quiet about it for a while until because once again I was uh, the lady from the stolen valor or the fake warrior project had told me not to say anything until we got the guard records back so uh, that's what I was waiting for and the guard took an enormously long time now in the meantime Nimmer, was going on Steven Crowder. I'd seen like a week before that he was supposed to go on Crowder. So that's when it was like, okay, I got to do something about this. Like now, because I didn't want him to go on there because I knew what would happen. He's going to go on Crowder. Crowder's going to ask him, Oh, so you were in the Marines. And he's going to go out and say that he was a Marine. And I didn't want that to happen because it's bullshit. And I knew it at that time. So, that's when I got in touch with Sound Guy Ed. I had found his phone number, uh, gave him a call. It went to his voicemail, I left a voicemail message for him with my phone number and my email address. He had gotten back to my email. Uh, I passed along the form that I, the, what I did have, the correspondence from the Marines to him. And he said that he forwarded that, forwarded that to uh, Stephen. And then the Monday, uh, I think it was Tuesday or Monday, is when he messaged me back after uh, we'd been in touch, and he had told me that he was no longer with the show. So then he was off the show, and he said, I don't know what's going to happen from here on out. So then, anyway, I believe what had happened, I might be off on the timeline music, if anybody knows me, I'm horrible at dates. I could look it up if I go through my emails, I can pull it up and tell you what happened. Then. But anyway, so then Nimmer had gone on the show, which had made me mad because I knew at that time that some guy Edward had told me that he had... Given it to Stephen. So at the time, what I, in the meantime, what I have done is me and my friends and I had, I'm trying to go through this very quickly, condense information. Uh, me and my friends and I had decided to try to guess what the email addresses were, uh, for the employees, including Stephen himself and Stephen Crowder. We were able to, uh, guess them correctly. None of them, got, a couple of them did get bounced back. Uh, you could tell when you send an email address to it. Right. The, an e- Exist just it gets bounced back. So eventually, once we had, uh, figured out how they had uh, uh, how they had structured their email address names, we had I got emails off to uh, Courtney Garrett. Uh, let me see, uh, Stephen, uh, and uh, I'm not sure who else, but but, but at least those ones oh. and uh, and Stephen's father, Darren Crowder who is also his manager. And that's who ended up getting back to me. He called me one day and we had a phone conversation and he told me that, yes, he takes it very seriously and that they were looking into it uh, on their self. If anybody wants to see these stories, they're all my YouTube. Yes yeah. look for, for like the, they're like three hours, but if you guys want to see the expanded versions of these stories, they're all there. I just don't want to take up too much time. I want to kind of, Condense things as much as possible.
1: Right. Uh, someone asked. Uh, Rag, Ragnarok asked if if this after the poison gummy. Uh, well, okay. So Chuck's uh, Yeah. This had
2: this had happened before. Any. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when the gummy incident happened, but if you're talking about the blame. No, oh, the, the, the the name game didn't happen until after, well after, almost. Uh, well, well, that's all the way when I started working with Porcelain on the documentary already right. is when uh, Owen had named the, uh, the 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 two guys on a stream. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that the diff- different times. This whole stuff, uh, I'm not sure. Regardless of when the the gum the gummies were obviously sent by somebody previously, who who the fuck knows. Whoever sent him is not going to say anything now because of the way the bears are psycho, but it wasn't anybody we know or any uh or the two people
1: he named. Right. We so just to kind of clarify again, so Chuck was already we ha- we had our suspicions about Nimmer back when we were all unbearable still and then Chuck went and looked and started looking into it prior to the whole gummy poisoning accu accusation. So Um. Yes, and
2: then basically what had happened is, um, going back short, very quickly to the Crowders, uh, I had sent them all my information, which at the time was only the uh, the Marine information. I didn't have the Guard information yet. When I did uh, get the Guard information, I sent Darren another email, and he had sent me an email back immediately saying I forgot to attach the PDF of the document so then I went back and I, so I know that he got it, you know what I mean? And then I sent him the PDF of that and I just, i never heard back from him. That was the last correspondence. I had sent him several emails since then, but he never, ever got back to me after I gave him the guard correspondence.
1: Right. Uh, and, and that was kind of it. Right. Uh, okay. C- clearly the po- poison accusation was false for the stream. Weasel says, "Oh yeah, in regard, in regards that to that, Owen, I have a, th- I have a theory. By the way, uh, again, this is just me. I have no proof, but I've always suspected that perhaps that, uh, poison gummy false accusation. I, I suspect the timing of that was because the the Nimmer thing was.
2: Let me." Uh- Let me clarify for for anybody who's confused, okay? So somebody sent Owen gummy penises. Wasn't anybody we know... As a gag gift. Yeah, as a gag gift. Owen opened it on stream, said, Ha ha, that's really funny. I can't give this to my son, though, because uh, I don't want to feed my son dick-shaped candy. I don't want to eat it because I'm not eating sugar. That's literally what he said. His reason was... He doesn't want to eat sugar, so he doesn't want to give them to angels. He doesn't, because he doesn't like the image for his wife. So what ended up happening is he ended up, uh, I think that he actually did throw them in the trash. But I think that later on down the road, Artling had pulled, had pulled them out or somehow Artling had known about them. Anyway, in the long run, it doesn't matter how Artling got them. Artling ended up with those very same gummies. Artling ate them and he didn't get sick. I don't think Nimmer ate them too. I know everybody keeps saying that he ate them with Nimmer. No, I think Nimmer was there, but I do not think that Nimmer ate them because if I remember correctly, Artling's exact words were I, and not Nimmer, ate the gummies. So, no, Artling ate the gummies. I think Nimmer was there, but Artling ate them, and he was fine. So for the record, the gummies that Owen claimed were poisoned and were intended for his children... First of all, were penises, and he admitted right on the spot that he wasn't going to give them to his children. So to try to spin it that he was giving that they were intended for his children in the first place is ridiculous. Second of all, they weren't poisoned. Artley ate them and he was fine. And third of all, nobody that we know, that we know sent them. Nobody we know sent them. especially the Two guys that he named and accused of doing it. Period. End of story.
1: And I mean, and I mean, we, there's video of Owen opening that package on, on YouTube. Like, and w- when he opens it, the, the. He says, oh,
2: this, this, this the, is pretty, this is pretty funny. Right. That's exactly
1: what he said. Right. Well, in the, in the, the package is like factory sealed. Like you can, you can tell that like, there's, you know, there was no evidence of like tampering or, you know. It came in as a
2: baggie. What kind of looks like is like a, a miniature cereal right, baggie. Yeah looked like, like sealed, pressed down one side and at the uh, at the ends. And there was a note in there that said, Owen, eat a bag of... Yeah. ...as it said, from com. So, you know, who knows, but whoever sent them, sent them from a website, uh, it, there's no way that, unless... I'm not even gonna entertain that idea. there's no way that they were poisoned period you know they came directly from a website that sells gag gifts. They were sent directly to Owen from
1: that company period yeah now like I said now like I said i I kind of suspect that that whole thing was was maybe you know the the timing of that was pretty convenient because uh you know the i think the nimmer thing was already starting to get out maybe at that at that point but i you know again that's that's just me speculating i i don't know that you know that owen necessarily staged it or or planned like a a crisis i just know that when he
2: i think it's a combination of things you know obviously that the, obviously they weren't Obviously, they weren't poised. The, the gummies weren't poisoned. And I think that Owen knows that they weren't poisoned. But I think that Owen has talked himself into the possibility that they might have been somehow or that somebody might have possibly done it. But you know what? Like, I, like I'm trying to tell people, I can't explain. Uh, I think one time I, I, I had heard this expression before. Mersh brought it up. Uh, recently, and it's a great expression you know it's like explaining somebody how to unrob the liquor store you know what I mean I can't you know what I mean he's uh, right. you knew something was fishy about it but you know what he talked himself into believing that lie and went down this whole entire path that it must be true and eventually there's going to come a point where he's going to be up against a wall and that's when you're going to see him flail again to try to explain himself how it wasn't his fault or it was somebody, somebody else did it or whatever the, I can't explain what what a crazy person is going to do to try to justify what he did. You know? So
1: so you actually segue perfectly into my next question, which was obviously (laughs) the reaction and the, the pushback that you got. And subsequently that, I got, um, you know, and that pretty much all of us got, you know, in the DZ once the info on Eric came out. Uh, From what I recall, uh, Owen pretty much, first he didn't address it at all, he ignored it, and then, like, after people kept hammering him, and these were legit vets who, you know, basically, even when he was cornered, I believe his. Words were something to the effect of, uh, you know, I know Nimmer's not, I don't have, I don't have to walk into this because I know Nimmer's a good guy, or, you know. That's
2: basically what he said is, um, he said, I don't have to look into it. He told me, uh, he told me he, this guy's a vet, a four times deployed vet who has all of his teeth missing from shrapnel. You know, so immediately the, the the whole thing is based upon lies. And the other thing is that that's what I mean is about uh Nimmer's half apology and half admission, where he says, Well other people kinda of created the lies and I just ran with it. Well Which was not uh, true. Which which was not true because where did Owen get all those stories? You mean to tell me that Owen just saw Nimmer in at a company and they just like that guy! That guy right there! He's a vet! He was four times deployed, and he has all these kills! Guys! Men, guys!
1: Everybody that... Manufactured, that, manufactured that out of their heads. Guys. No, it came from... You told them that! Yeah, guys, that guy over there is a four-time ve- veteran. He's awesome! Guys! So you know, Um... Yeah, it just got biz- bizarre from there. Um, I remember too... How this happened, the, the, the defending
2: Nimmer stuff and the hatred against the DZ and the guys that tried to tell him, that's what really, when Owen started to do this downro- downward spiral. Because, see, at first it was totally 100% about Nimmer. Right. And then it turned into once, at first it was... Uh, it, he ignored it. And then it became, no, 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 all those guys are like some shit like that. So that's when it became, oh, okay, you want to play like that now? We're just trying to tell you the truth and you're going to say that we're all like meth heads and shit? All right, that's when it kind of started to become more about Owen. And that's when we start closer attention to the things that Owen was doing. And that's when it became really noticeable. There was definitely a downtrend in his behavior and the crazy shit he was doing and pulling
1: right and and concurrent to this this was also when he had when he had started to go on the whole crazy moon landing thing too like he went on the moon landing thing like slightly before like it was proven that nimmer had stolen Balor but like or pretty close to the beginning of it but uh you know
2: the moon stuff is fairly is fairly recent. You know, he wasn't on that whole kick until yeah. <coughs> really fairly recently. So I would say that <coughs> that whole downfall in the moon stuff came much, much later. Cause I think what started to happen is that for a while, Owen streams became <coughs> like the guys in the DZ <coughs> or nothing, but uh, uh, whatever he was saying at the time. And then at the time, I think for a while, that kind of started to wane on people. (coughs) And the way that he cooked up support again was with the poison claim, and then... Uh, he started getting into the conspiracy things. I think he went on Alex Jones or whatever, and then I think he saw a potential audience there. I think that the reason Owen doubles down, da- I think that the reason why, not necessarily Owen initially runs with his ideas, but definitely the reason why he doubles down on his ideas is because he thinks that there's a way that he can profit if he doubles down. And he doesn't care. He doesn't want to see anything else. He's just going to double down and fucking run with it. And then, if things go wrong, he can say it wasn't my fault; it was somebody else, which is what like narcissists and shit do. Or he can say if he's proven right, he can say, "Look, I was right." But you know what? Unfortunately, like every Owen's getting proven wrong on everything uh, <laughs> recently, so yeah. he really doesn't have, a, he doesn't have a leg to stand on.
1: People are always which. Which is funny because he's really tall. So you know the fact that he does. He does I, I'm. That's also
2: uh, saying too. You know the the, uh, the unbearables. Here's what I gotta say. Okay, you keep saying that I'm jealous of Nimmer. Nimmer's like five two, right? Yeah. Owen is six seven, and Owen says that. Uh, you know, if you're short, your opinion doesn't matter. Nimmers, Owens, Owen six seven. Nimmer's five two right yeah. I'm six one well actually I'm six foot two so I'm actually closer in height to Owen than nimmer so doesn't that automatically kind of make my opinion worth more than nimmers yeah. and kind of closer to Owens
1: that's, hmm. that's
0: true against them
1: I mean I, I mean I'm 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 five one and a half so like nimmers slightly taller but then once you put me in my uh Wheelchair, which can elevate. I I can, I can easily go up to, to six feet. At least, not joking uh, either. So, with even with my robotics, I'm tall, taller than than never. So, but uh, yeah, um, so heard a
2: rumor that he's actually only six foot six.
1: Oh yeah, people people in the chat are asking that. I I now. Someone asked uh, if we, if either of us had ever met uh, Nimmer in person. The answer, at least on my end, is no, and I...
2: I... I never met him in person either. I never... You see, here's one of the things. Um, it's the worst kind of thing, you know, when I start getting into the unbearables and everything. Yeah. Uh, I was in a chat that had Owen in it. And anytime time Owen would pop in, Immediately everybody would like it was like you know smacking a bee's nest with a with a stick. Instantly everybody went crazy.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: I, I was never that guy to do that because it comes across as creepy and that like, you're obviously sucking up to him. Uh And I don't know whether that's because of just like how I was raised, as in like not to put importance on people who were like quote unquote famous, even though like Owen isn't that. He's, he, he's, famous. right? but he's really famous. But you know, like, people don't like it. You know, one thing that, um, my, my dad, uh, when I, when I was growing up, my dad was a musician and he used to go on TV all the time. And I went to, uh, um, Joe Franklin's, no, actually it was, how's the relation? the girl, we went to, like, we used to go to parties for like Joe Franklin's like grandkids who were like the cousins of like Jamie Lee Curtis and shit like that. Or like, you know, like the nieces and nephews, I mean, of like Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean like that kind of shit was like never like a big deal to me. Like I, like, I don't know if any pe- people know who remember who Joe Franklin was in uh, our age gap. They certainly probably don't. But I mean, like, I walked down the streets of New York City holding Joe Franklin's hand when I was a kid wow. so I think that's just why it's like it never like meant anything to me or you know I don't know whether, why it was but it never meant anything to me like when I was working at one point when I was at, going uh, to college I was working at a gas station uh, near the theme park near me and Patton Oswalt came in and nobody wanted to say shit to him. Holy shit, that's Patton Oswald. And I was like, you know, at, at the time, like, I kind of knew who he was. But, like, I I, I knew it's some things they were in. But, you know, I didn't care. I didn't really like Patton Oswald, But everybody was, like, intimidated intimidated to say anything to him. So I was like, why don't you go up and say hi? And they were like, I don't know. I want him. So it's was like, well, I'll do it. So I walked up and I was just like, hey, you're Patton Oswald. And he looked at me and he was just like, yeah. And then there was like an uncomfortable silence. It was just like, uh, okay, well, I just wanted to say hi, I guess. Bye. You know, and then I walked away like, geez, that was like, it was just kind of like, it, it was the way that he said it. Like, yeah. Right. You know, it was just like, oh shit. Okay. Well, fuck you. I don't even like you anyway. I'm just doing it because these sissies are, like, scared to come up to you. I'm not fucking scared of Patton Oswald.
1: Ah, uh, so. Well, well, now the Bears are going to say that you're a big lefty because you uh, you met Pat, Patton Oswald, which... Uh, I met him and I didn't like him. I thought he was a douchebag. Right. But uh, would would you rather I met Patton Oswald or... Uh, no. No. The answer to that question is neither Owen Benjamin nor Patton Oswalt. They're both, the, answer,
2: the answer is neither, but I would say Patton Oswalt, because at least Patton Oswalt has, like, no fucking idea who I am. Right. You know, at least Owen, yeah, he could try to pull some crazy shit or something if he remembered or recognized me. He used me in one of his It's Time videos, so, I mean, like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Well, but you well, probably know who I am at this point, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah so that's that's the other thing. Um so after you re- released the uh info, the bears came out of the woodwork. I know they started attacking you. So I so I made like my, my my first viral video on this channel that was like non-podcast related was pretty much defending you. Uh, yeah. And I was
2: I appreciate that. Well, uh, that's the thing about the, uh, that the Unbearables, I just want to say real quick is that they are too quick to just all of the sudden jump on Owen's side and defend dear leader. And that's the most dangerous pol- part of the cult that he's forming because immediately, you know, for those of you who don't know, because people have been asking about the accident I was in, I was in a car accident, uh, uh, told we, we totaled, totaled my Jeep G- Cherokee. Uh, my, initially, when we went to the hospital, the, they had told my wife that she had a broken pinky and that I was fine. I was just going to be sore. Uh, so we scheduled a follow-up with our doctor uh, at Princeton. And after they had examined us, then we got exactly the, rever- the reverse uh, diagnosis that her pinky was fine and that my hip was broke so uh but uh, anyway so i'm still recovering i can kind of i i can walk now it's actually more comfortable for me to stand right now than sit i sit for i'm back that's why i'm shifting a lot because of but um it's more comfortable now for me to stand, actually, and I can kind of walk. Although the doctor did recommend that I spend the next month uh, on crutches uh, and not even try to walk, but you know, I have two kids and stuff, so it's it's not going to happen. But uh, anyway, when that happened, uh, I I told uh, a couple people, and Mersh had said on Nightwave had you know, told everybody that, that, you know, right after it happened that I had gotten an accident. And there were unbearables in the chat saying, well, that's karma for you and that I deserved it and shit yeah, like that. Crazy. And then yeah, unbearables leaving comments on my videos yeah. that, um, that I was trying to kill myself and my family <sighs> in the car accident. So you want to know who the unbearables are. Those are the kind of people they are. And why do they do it? Just because they're going on the shit that, Owen is saying. Yeah, which is... which be dear leader. And that's why it's so dangerous, because they're willing to say horrible shit like that to me when I did nothing, then other tried, then then I say, hey, you know that guy that's been, like, riding Owen's coattails? Well, he's full of shit, and he's been taking advantage of Owen and everybody else, and the whole entire country, really, with the stolen ballot. That's all I tried to do, and for that, you know, fuck you, you know, uh, so... You 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 know what I mean,
1: and it and it just it just goes to show how the explain they're crazy to yeah. people, and it ju- it just goes to show Chuck how the the leftists are actually bear are actually uh, no the the bears are leftists I uh, I kind of flip that around but no they they really are I was. So, the reason why I'm wearing the, the, the Matt Drudge, uh, fedora, actually, I, this is one of my standard f- fedoras, I, I usually wear this, uh, anyway, but one of the bears on my, uh, on my video defending you ca- called me like a Matt Drudge wannabe, which I, they meant that as an insult, but I actually took that as a compliment, being called a, a Matt Drudge wannabe, bee. but, uh, you know, They basically, the the bears um, are acting like Antifa, and they're acting like like leftists. You know, Base Texan, one of Owen's uh, elite internet assassin, as he he called himself, uh, made like a whole Twitter list of dangerous bears. I was on it, you were on it, many people in this chat were on it.
2: Even before that had happened. You know, uh, there had been some. Base Texan is involved in a group of people that uh, they think. Pedo Yeah, pedo larpers that they, they, they think that they are uh, entrapping pedophiles or something like that. Or, but in, in all reality, remember like uh, Mersh had said the other day if anybody was watching that, like, you know, sometimes you report these people in the FBI are kind of like, we know, leave it alone, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, It's the kind of people that, like, keep pestering them about it. They're really being more of a detriment than they are a help. That's what they do, but they think that they're heroes and they want to be recognized for it. Well, because we had told them, well, you know, what you're doing is kind of stupid and maybe putting uh people are danger, especially since you have kids. It's probably not a good idea for you to get a bunch of angry pedophiles looking into who you are. That's probably dangerous if you have kids to, you know, uh, be doing what you're doing. That's all that you said. And because of that, that kind of started a lot of hatred too. So, I mean, even though technically we were right. And, you know, once again, just to be clear, I'll go with the Ben- Shapiro, thing uh, that they should be locked up, killed, whatever, you know, uh, removed from society somehow. That's how I feel about uh, pedophiles. But uh, that's what based Texan and company were willing to say about us because, once again, we didn't like Owen first of all, and we were willing to say, hey, what you're doing is kind of a little bit stupid there, you know? So then all of a sudden we became, you know, every this and that, uh, whatever.
1: Basically, ladies and gentlemen, just to kind of summarize, the way I interpret it, remember that, like, uh, everyone I disagree with is Hitler, that the leftists love to use? Well, in terms of the... Bears, uh, they were like ev- everyone I disagree with is basically a pedophile or, or a, or That's a, or a faggot, were... or a pedophile faggot, one of S- S-
2: sodomite wizards. Uh, they have a select uh, group of, na- of names that they like to pull out on a whim.
1: I actually had an idea for, for like a parody that we could do for this show or for uh ROTC where uh. We just do like a Wheel of Fortune uh, type game, and
2: uh, so, so he asked if there's a, a TV on in the background. Yeah, my my dad is. Uh, this is. I'm actually over at my dad's house because my kids are sleeping. Uh, I can change my settings to try to uh, cancel some of that out. But yeah, my, my dad's over in the living room. I'm in. Uh, I'm in the other room, but he's watching TV.
1: I'll
2: it's, I'll try to fix that for you. It's... The, it's,
1: yeah, it's no problem. I mean, I'm in my studio as usual. The the uh the legendary bathrobe is off of the frame uh right right now. But uh yeah, no, it's it's this whole cult thing has really been bizarre. And for those of you who are asking like uh well, how could how Chuck or Sam, how could you guys have not seen this a long time ago? Like why what and one thing I want to make clear is when Shock joined and when I first joined, like, we were basically just, as I said, we were all conservative content creators, or so we thought. Like, yep. none of us, none of us and of this tried story to tell him.
2: But, you know, he he didn't want to listen. Every time that we said, hey, you know what? This sounds fishy. It became, no, you guys are crazy to know you guys are meth heads to know you guys tried to Uh, poison my kids you know it just kept escalating his list of ridiculous claims every time that uh, you know we would go against him
1: right Uh, so I mean things keep unfolding day by day uh, in terms of the finality it is I mean I, I guess where are you hoping things go from here?
2: Well, from here, I've turned over all the information that I had and all, everything that I've done to, uh, to actual military, you know, veterans. And, uh, so from here on out, it's really in their hands because they've taken it and then reported it to NIMR's superiors. So from here on out, that is all in the military's hands. You know, I'm kind of like, at this point, I'm kind of done with it. All I'm more than willing to talk about it and tell people what happened, how I got it, all that kind of other stuff, you know, to, to my story, whatever they want to know. I'm willing to talk about that stuff. But uh, going here on out, I'm kind of, uh, uh, I'm done pursuing the Nimmer thing. Yeah. I did what I did. I put the information out there, got to people who actually can do something about it, because that's the reason also why I tried to get a hold of, uh, like I said, Crowder and stuff. And I was frustrated again that it seemed like I guess Owen had confirmed that they had that the Crowder camp had told him that Stephen had told him that I uh, about the information that I had, but from my end, I didn't know any of that because they hadn't they didn't tell me. They would have told me maybe things would have done gone differently, but they didn't tell me what they that they had tried telling him. So in the meantime, I was frustrated, and I started working with Porcelain. Gave him my information, and then uh, right after that uh, is when Owen named the two guys on stream. So you know, it, it just kept escalating. And at that point, we were pretty much for a while the. We we all wanted nothing to do with Owen. We were pretty much ready to move on. But then the porcelain thing came up, and then we kind of started working with him, but that was kind of like a side thing.
1: Originally... He
2: roped us... He roped everybody back in with, again, his ridiculous claims.
1: Right. I mean, so just to give people a timeline of what I what I was doing... Uh, because, it or not, I actually cover news and politics on this channel. I don't just cover Owen stuff. And, uh, Dan, in the chat, will attest to this, too. Uh, after the, uh, after we left the Unbearables and started the DZ in between, and, uh, you know, in between the, the, uh, poisoning accusation, that was election season. So, I personally was covering the Florida elections for, like, October, most of... And, you know, November, when that whole thing was going on. And then, really, like... I was still sub to Owen's channel, but I would never... I would basically, like, never check it. Um, then... Um, I basically... I tune in, like, on... Accent almost because of the uh, poison gummy accusation. So that was kind of when I jumped back in, and uh, I believe you were there too, Chuck. Okay. So sorry,
2: I, I had to step away for uh, for just a minute, but I could hear you the whole time. Yeah, basically, that that's when right when the accusations came is right when I is. I, st- I became involved literally the day, or I think the day before, the accusations and the guys were named on stream. That was literally when I became involved.
1: Yeah, uh, as far as what Ragnarok is asking about, when did when did we first notice Owen going crazy? Well, I mean, as I said, I for I as I said at the beginning of the program, I first noticed. Oh, and start to lose it after he got banned from Twitter, and that, and you're right. That was back and, during the Saranac Lake era uh, of. And,
2: yeah, when he got banned from Twitter, and then right around that time, when, let me see, I'm trying to think. No, no, no. He started. He was still at Saranac Lake when he was making. It was right like before the move, is when he started making the accusations that all the Everybody in the D.C. were all meth heads and shit like that. So that really was the first notice when it was like, this guy's gone insane because, you know, because now he's making claims that are just ridiculous and untrue, you know. Uh, And that's what's also funny, you know, people uh, trying to dox me and saying that they're going to look up my past and shit like that. Uh, I've been out there with my full name forever. Uh, go ahead and look up whatever you want. Uh, I, th- you're not going to find anything. I've never been arrested. The worst thing you're going to find is that maybe my credit isn't that
1: great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ju- you know, as most people know, uh, you know, I, I mean, I kind of listed my resume at the beginning of the program. I mean, I, I, I went over my origin story on the Thursday podcast. I mean, I. I've been doing this podcast since I was 14. This is the other thing I I, I want to say. Owen, I've been in this game longer than you have. I might not be as famous, but, uh, you know, I've been in this game since 2008. You're, you're a, you're a comedian who, uh, cashed in on the whole conservative, uh, you know, woke tw- train once it, uh, you know. Thinking of
2: Paula. About- uh, Johnny Arcade is in the chat right now. Follow him because he's been doing some excellent videos that basically yeah. show you uh, and basically make it pretty damn clear cut uh, where these hypocrisies are and where all of this uh, uh, shit started happening. It's basically like he's chronicling every little problem and every little disagreement and every little thing that has happened that has leading up to this so it's a fantastic that's another person to follow Uh, he doesn't have that many followers right now but uh, if you understand where he's going with this stuff follow him and watch his videos because (laughs) it reveals some some brilliant brilliant stuff about what's going on in the background
1: yeah thanks to thanks to John Eric Haidt as well just for giving me material that I've been able to play on the uh, Thursday show for the last couple weeks it's been great and uh yeah i mean i folks i've i've been been doing this since i was since 2008 i'm 24 now and so do the math um so i i I kind of
2: pulled an owen i drank myself two black and tans
1: which oh no
2: which is equivalent to, to guinness but I'm calling it quits now and I'm not calling for wine. I'm not calling for whiskey. I'm going the other way and I'm drinking a Red Bull.
1: You're, Oh they, oh boy. Well, you're, 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 in, you're inside too. Uh, you're not, you're not screaming at your wife and, uh, new,
2: Peach one, the new peach one. It's actually really good. You know what? My favorite one was the grapefruit one. I'm so sad that they discontinued that one.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Uh, are there are there any dogs in your house? Are 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 animals safe? Okay, uh, animals are
2: safe. I I I did have a dog, but I, I don't have a dog. Thank anymore. thank
1: thank God, uh, the animals are all are are safe from Wild and Chuck Morris. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing that people keep ha- keep asking us about the dog thing. I mean, look, obviously. For, for those who aren't, are, who aren't aware, Johnny Arcade has – seriously, guys, go sub to Johnny Arcade's channel because basically everything that Chuck and I are talking about, like, Johnny has clips, uh, you know, references.
2: Yeah, so, so you can see it better. You know what? Like, um, as I always said, I'm not the best – honestly, I'm not the best with uh, with dates, uh, I've always been horrible with dates. That's something that honestly I have to look up every single time. Uh, I think at this point I remember the dates that I got the correspondence from the Marines, but I think that's about the only thing that I remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I mean, Owen's, Owen has a, you know, his dog. You can see clips of, that on stream... The the other thing that people keep asking is how is Owen still on YouTube? And look, I mean, there's been speculation and Owens even bragged about it that he, he has someone in YouTube, so... That's what he uh, said, that he's at YouTube, so... Nothing... I mean... You, and I mean, that is a slippery slope because on the one hand, I mean, like, I'm not for deplatforming or anything. In fact, uh, you know... Please, by all me, by all means, own you're, you're giving, you're giving me free us. Uh, I don't,
2: I don't censor anybody's comments from my YouTube videos. I've left literally every single one up. Uh, if any are missing or anything, it's not because of me. I don't know what you did, whether you deleted it or what happened, but I don't YouTube comments. One of the reasons is because I want people to see how stupid you are, uh, but go ahead, say what you're gonna say. You know, you might not get a reply from me. You might. If you're saying something crazy, you're probably not gonna get a reply from me. But I'm gonna leave the comment up so people can see.
1: Yeah, if what kind of
2: person you are. Because what am I doing? I'm making like silly videos and stuff. I'm trying to make people. I'm trying to make people laugh at like a kind of a very unfortunate situation, and that's kind of what comedy is in essence. So. Uh, if if they want to hate me for that then then it's no wonder why they're Owen Benjamin fans they have no uh, they have no concept of how comedy actually works
1: yeah mr uh you know George Carlin uh, savant comic doesn't understand humor and that that's the that's the that's the ironic thing too is that I mean he's He's, ban- he's banned people literally off stream for literally just saying that, like, leftist fitness isn't funny, which it's <laughs> it's not. So, yeah. oops, I'm banned. Oh, wait, I, I was already banned from... is
2: like, so. one of those people where even if the idea sounds kind of funny, he just has no idea how to execute it in a manner that comes across as funny because he's he's already
1: Yeah. That's uh that's a that's a good way of putting it. I mean so I mean look, back to the whole dog thing. We've the clips are out there. We we're not I don't know about you guys, but I mean I I'm not it's not that I'm, I don't care about the dog, but because, I mean, I, I do, but, I mean, we've had our... Chuck's had his hands hold with the Nimmer thing, and, you know, there's... Be, people are already taking care of the dog thing, so...
2: Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't, uh, you know, as, as far as, like, uh, actual proceedings of any kind, I, I haven't done... Anything you know? I've let uh, everything be. I might make my videos and stuff, and I made my video pointing out uh, uh, my how I point out issues is basically through the my my parody uh, songs. Yeah, would you? It's, would you? You know, I'm not when it comes when it comes to it. I'm not really uh, uh, like I said. I'm one of those people that's not great with dates and stuff like that. So that doesn't make for a great like reporter necessarily unless it's like a field reporter uh i'm not good at putting the timeline and stuff together but when i get the facts i remember the facts and i remember what i saw and i know what i know so
1: you did a pretty damn good job though like i said at the very beginning i mean you know considering and you know granted shout shout out to the stolen valor project too for their
2: F- fake Warrior Project. I keep making that uh, mistake too. It's yeah. the Fake warrior Project and their, uh, their web address is fakewarriors.org fakewarriors.org It's not fakewarriorproject.org It's fakewarriors.org Okay, yeah. So, Sorry about
1: they're that.
2: They're affiliated with the POW networks. You can probably find them interchangeably in some fashion.
1: Yeah, um, so, well, uh, let's see, any more questions relating? Okay. Uh, Johnny okay, Chuck Boris looks like, uh, uh in, and well, now you smell like Antonio Well, uh, you know, Daylight, di- this, uh, Dan, I, I don't know if he's still in here, but, You've been compared to Carlos. Uh, you've you've been compared to uh, Carlos Santana, and now Antonio Bender. So I'm picking up a. Uh, I'm picking up a Hispanic. Uh, you know,
2: it's it's funny because you know, like I'm I'm not Hispanic like at all. Like I'm 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 Ukrainian and Ukrainian Hungarian and British. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. How much? Ragnarok asks a great question. How much did Chuck and DZ give Owen help with comedy bits and songs? And,
2: uh, well, I, always, awesome. I always, I always in the early days when he was doing that, I gave as much advice as I could. I don't know if he actually ever took any of it, but, uh, I know that one of the guys that Owen named on stream as one of the guys that, uh, tried to uh, hurt him. Uh, One of those guys is one of the guys that made up the term verified. Before, because this is right in the beginning, uh, they were just saying verified. He actually made up the term verified. So they didn't even have that term until one of our guys came up with it. So it's really the best part of the community are the ones who left because we were honestly there because we were – there for humor. Once it stopped being about humor, is when we all left.
1: Yeah. I mean John I mean John Neary, again I'm gonna I'm gonna re upload that interview because you guys have been asking, but I mean John Neary, the guy who got into the roast battle with Eric Nimmer, uh John is wickedly funny. Uh you know, in 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 the interv- in the interview that I did with him, he, he you know, he ain't voiciting me I mean he's from he's from New York he's a New York loudmouth uh, kind of comedian but we we love him uh, and I want
2: I just want to address something uh you know uh, I I was born in California but I was raised in New Jersey uh, most people in New Jersey have an accent I would say that's more similar to mine than anything else so anybody that thinks that everybody like jerseys running around talking like christopher walken or something like that uh no (laughs) it's that that's people from new york you're thinking about
1: well you're you're more transparent in where you were born than uh obama has been so um born in
2: san diego i lived on imperial beach which is literally like South, south 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 california like my dad when he used to jog on the beach, he used to jog across the border, which you're not supposed to do, but he used to do that, you know?
1: Yeah. Anyway, though, you know, going back to Neary and in the, and in the, in the dangerines as we were called, I mean, Niri was promoting Owen when, uh, you know, when Owen was on the, that, that uh, N-word stole my bike. Son. And uh, John's married. John's married or engaged to an actual like African woman too. So you know that should say something right, right there about the whole. Well, <coughs>
2: you know, I don't like to. Uh, <coughs> I don't like to say, uh, and I know that in people in other countries, especially, you don't get the American fascination. With like, well, he's married to a a black woman, so he can't be racist. But the reason why it's, it's significant is because they tried to make it an issue that John was a racist. And here's why it's significant. They're trying to say John's a racist, right? Right. I want to be very clear. John took this woman... Who's black to one of Owen's shows where Owen is screaming that N word stole my bike 15 times on stage. Probably that is the guy that they're trying to say was a racist. That's why it doesn't make sense. You know, she, she was there for that. You know, you, you know, so it's not just all about John, you know nobody there was ever uh, being a racist to threw around claims of being racist. that was the theirs who did that once it meant something to them you know
1: yeah uh, now people now people in the chat are just typing that's race uh, uh, so yeah also
2: once again she is not off my, I'm not gonna say her name anymore. But she's not off my radar, and there is still a parody song coming for her. But literally, I do have better ideas on my mind than her. When I literally am bored and have nothing, I already have all written. I got the backing track and everything. Just when I feel like doing it, it'll be out. And it's going to be funny. But don't worry, I'm not going to say your name. So it's okay.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. But... No, wait. I walk that back. Any resemblance to people living or deceased is purely
1: coincidental. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> leave it at that. Je- Jeff goes yo <laughs> yogurt. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not saying. We're not saying anything. Anything. So also, yeah. Bob. What Bob was security too. So. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we got, we, uh, I actually do want to give a, give a shout out, not only to Bob, but to, uh, some of the other bears who have DM'd me in yeah. private.
2: I won't, I won't. There's a few of them that have DM'd me in private who have, uh, who have come around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and, believe, and believe me, guys, we we understand you're in a in a tough spot. We you don't want to come out publicly, and you know, I
2: I take everyone as a personal victory because it's 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 really not about uh, it's a personal victory because that means I got somebody to see the truth, yeah. and that's really all that it's ever been about. Is is no matter what side I've ever been on or anything that I've ever did, it's because I was trying to do the thing that I thought was right. I never ever did anything that I was let me put it this way. I've, I'm sorry. I'm never sorry for the reasons I was mad. I'm reasons for some of the things that I say when I get mad, but I'm never sorry for the reason I get mad when I get mad. Yeah. I say some stuff and I get very, very angry and I do say stuff that I don't mean. but I'm not sorry for why I got mad. But unfortunately when I get mad, that's, Part of my temper. Sometimes I say things I don't mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'm 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 the same way. Uh, you know, I there have been a couple of times where I've certainly spread- Thank
2: God. Thank. I just want to say, thank God, I do not have that problem with my wife. I have never once felt compelled to ever ever treat her that way. Uh, I don't know if it's something, whether it's like you know, like a Boris on Boris thing, where since we both have that same blood and those fiery tempers. That we just butt heads like that, but just for the record, my wife and I really don't uh, don't ever fight like that,
1: right? No, and I mean I'm, you know, I, I I'm not an angry guy either, uh, hardly ever. When I when I when I do lose my temper, it's over something usually political or in this case unbearable related, and then I come on this show and rant about it for an hour, hour and a half, and then I'm good for the rest of the week usually. So um you know, that's how that's how things roll with me quite a bit. That's
2: what, I, another thing that people like to say to me is like why don't uh, you don't you have anything better to do? Well, you know, when my kids are sleeping, I gotta do something to uh fill my time and uh, the parody videos are kind of a culmination of my sense of humor and my, uh, want to do music. So it kind of fulfills both of those needs. It kind of, uh, and also my fledgling video editing skills. So it kind of brings all those things together, you know, uh, in a way that at least because, you know, uh, some of my family and stuff, they think that it's kind of like a, with the parodies are like a waste of time, and I'm sure lots of people have that opinion, and you know what, that, that's fine. I, I really could care less. But you know what, when I was doing serious music, uh, it, no, nobody really cared that much. I was getting no views. So you know what? Uh, in a sense, it's give the people what they want, and also it's a vehicle for me to be able to like I said those skills that I have uh, all together to make something that people want to see
1: these D- goes, no no chuck you're supposed to like a, about you're supposed to talk in detail about your fights with your wife yeah i mean i mean that's oh, and
2: no yeah. there, there, there's there's nothing to tell uh what's to tell one time i got angry because there was too much clutter on the shelf and i cleaned it up you know you know there's like there's 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 nothing to tell you know
1: yeah uh i mean that's the other weird thing and i mean i've commented this on this show before but i mean he he broadcasts eight hours a day and most of it is you know ranting and that that would be Fine, but I mean, I, I have to imagine that at some point, like, you know, his wife and his kids might want a little privacy as I well was doing a 24-7 somebody, reality show.
2: Somebody said in the chat that serious music is kind of overrated. Well, I'm kind of concerned that, you know, because I've, that's kind of been a thought that's uh, lingering in the back of my head, not that serious music is overrated, but that I've gone so far down this uh, parody path that if I ever try to come out with anything serious, people are just going to think, like, instant instant cheese sauce. Right, so Now right. with my real music, because now if I release it, people are going to be like, this, is, this isn't funny. It's just like, yeah, it's not supposed to be. So people might just be like... Mm-hmm. I
1: I have to ask, now that we're moving on to the, uh, you know, to the entertainment side of Chuck, you released or you you did a you did a redubbing of uh the of the Night of the Living Dead with uh Owens
2: yeah the Benjamin of the Living Dead for, for the, it's, it's, it's in a 10 part series or you could watch the whole thing as a movie i have it on my youtube page okay well, what
1: first off the fact that you clipped that whole rant of Owen basically becoming a... going full anti is hilarious. that and well but
2: what it, was it, your yeah this is also what happened. The first thing that happened is just that uh, the rant of Steve Pender was hysterical. Uh, it's probably the funniest thing uh, Owen's ever done is his roast of uh, Steve Pender. But that noise, specifically his Urgh! And, Urgh! And all those noises and, and mustard and, and rye bread and those were just so hysterical to me. That it was lingering in the back of my head, and the idea came to me that the when he was going, that that sounded like, hey, you know what, that kind of <laughs> sound? Uh, I think I made the joke, ROTC or Nightwave chat. That when he does that, it sounds like a uh, like Night of the Living Dead. So I thought, you know what, that would actually be really funny. Let I'll go back and. Initially, literally, the initial idea was just to do the opening scene. They're coming to get you, Barbara. In just doing that scene.
1: Yeah, I know. So
2: hysterical to me because then I started thinking, because at the beginning there's only one, there's only one zombie. So at first it was kind of real easy to do the overdubs. It was like, it's funny, but I would start thinking, as there gets, it gets to be more and more zombies. I could layer it, make it sound like there's multiple ones and I could pitch shift it to make it sound like different voices. And then I started thinking, Hey, wait, the protagonist in that is a black guy. Yeah. I yeah. All of his stuff with quotes So it was just like, Oh my God, like I got I to do the whole movie. Oh yeah. It, so it, it's that and all... see,
1: and see the, the, the zombie stuff was, uh, was hilarious as is, but the, the Nimmer quote, I, I have to tell you, Jack, I was, I, I was watching that and I was, I was bent over this computer, uh, laughing uh, hysterically. Like, it's, it's,
2: it's one of those things like, as I was doing it, because you get so with the positioning and making sure that you, you know, time everything correctly. That became so frustrating that at the end of the clips, like I wasn't even laughing anymore. Oh, I know. I had to give it a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then back and watch it and when I watched it because like it got I got so sick of it by the end of every clip.
1: Oh, I'm sure. So
2: every single clip. Besides maybe the first two or three. I got so sick of it that by the end of it I didn't even like As I said, I wasn't laughing anymore. It wasn't until I watched each clip and the whole movie in its entirety that it seemed funny to me. Well, there's still parts of it that I literally, it might be stupid for me to laugh at my own jokes, but there's still parts of it that I I watched a few days ago that still make me crack up that I, I can't. I can't oh, sure
1: get yeah and and I mean I'm pretty sure I can imagine that oh because of that that inspired actually somebody had
2: sent me a message hey why don't you do it uh, over a dirt bike race <laughs> oh, that, guy, that guy who said that to me I was asleep at the time that guy who said that to me then took it upon himself to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Because he was, he said he was. If you look at the description on his video, it says, "I was inspired by my Benjamin of the Living Dead." That's what inspired the dirt bike, <laughs> and then I responded to his dirt bike by doing the um, Napa video. And then, uh, what else did I do? I also did the um, the uh, the mouse video. The JQ mouse—that was uh, that was Johnny Arcade's idea that I took and did.
0: I—I I actually and the, yeah.
2: the Napa idea was somebody else's idea too. Whose idea was that? I think it might have been Critter Me Timbers. I think it might have been her idea. Yeah. But no, her idea was was the Napoleon Dynamite one.
1: Oh my God! Yeah.
2: <laughs> one I think might have been her idea.
1: Um. Oh. My
2: my, idea yeah. of the Idea. One was.
1: I. I do have an idea, Eric. I don't know. I yeah. I I do have an idea. You don't necessarily have to do it, but any, anyone here who's watching, who's creative, like editing wise, uh, my
2: ben, ben Allen's belt said it was his idea. My idea. My idea. I, I just I couldn't remember whose it was.
1: My idea would be to uh, do the do the do like the live Led Zeppelin performance of uh, of Immigrant Song. The the big the beginning of that where, uh, Robert Point is screaming, just have that be the, uh, be the, uh, ah, rah, rah. that was kind of, but I'm too, I'm too lazy to do any video editing. So, uh, unless someone else does that, it won't get made at all. But, uh,
2: that's the, that's an idea. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do that for you.
1: Yeah. The, uh, well, I, I know that, I know that the bear walking on the moon, uh, you know, parody. That 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 was my idea, and that that happened because I was tweeting out that original song by the police to the bears, and they were like, they 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 like, they, they, they didn't they didn't get that I was joking with them. They literally thought that I was, uh, oh hey, I I, I like the song. Oh yeah, I remember the, and I'm like, mmm. Wow, you guys don't get that I'm trolling you.
2: The Bears it don't exactly have the best eye for comedy, I think we've established, so.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not surprising.
1: But, I mean, at least some of them have decent taste in music, I'll, I'll, I'll say. but uh, Yeah.
2: I like the police, but, you know, it's just, it, it, they didn't get the joke. Yeah. They don't.
1: No, they they don't. That That's the bit. They don't. They don't. That's the bit, but they don't get it. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Um, I can't really think of anything else. We, uh, you know, we can talk in terms of subject matter. Uh, all I'll say is, uh, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go contribute to uh, the GoFundMe that uh, I can't. I can't remember who started that, but uh, you know. Thanks to uh, the guy who started that GoFundMe for uh, Chuck. We, yeah. We really limit appreciate. Of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Limit, limit ad, ad, of advance. Thank you uh, so much for that, folks. Uh,
2: his, his Twitter is at limit of adv.
1: And uh, yeah, we we really appreciate that. So
2: uh, I really appreciate that. I I appreciate anybody that donates. Um. The Jeep, it, it was really nice. Uh, you know, I bought that for for twenty six hundred dollars. Is what I spent on that Jeep that I crashed. You know, it, it was a good break, but I used to do used cars, so uh, you know, I, I don't I, I don't need a, a ton of money to get another car again. It's just that I just don't have that kind of money to lay out for that right now. So, if you'd like to contribute. I'd really appreciate it. Anything anybody gives me is going to go towards get is it. going to go towards buying a new car for my uh, for my wife because that was really my wife's car. It was her her commuter car. Right now she's borrowing my uh, my dad's car <laughs> to go to go to work. So you know it's a big 1999 Buick. Uh, uh, it just it doesn't work as a fa- it's it's big but it's not good for, as a family car. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Not like Jeep was. So really, we need something else like that. Or we got to get like a suburban or something like that.
1: Uh yeah. Well, uh, also shout out. People in the in the chat are shouting out Revenge of the Cis. Uh, obviously, yes.
2: Big shout. Yes, out. The of the, Shout out to Revenge of the the Cis. Uh, Daywave and Nightwave, uh, especially uh, Mersh. At Nightwave because, uh, Mersh has really, uh, he's been a great new, new buddy of mine. Uh, you know, you yeah, talk that much. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't feel the, the the need to message him all the time unless I feel like I have something that I actually want to say that's important. But he's been a, a, a great buddy of mine and, uh, you know, so the, I really, I really appreciate them, and I appreciate Royce too. Uh, has been very sweet to me and played uh, uh, my parodies and stuff. So, and uh, ROTC as well as them together. So, you know, I, I really appreciate all that they've done for me.
1: Yeah, and for I mean, really for our, and you know, for what, our, our little, entire community I too.
2: I don't mean to leave anybody out. You know, I'm sure I'm forgetting
1: people, and of course, subscribe to Sam. Oh, then subscribe to Chuck. Also, uh, Count Cocula popped in here uh, uh, earlier. So yeah, again, subscribe to uh, subscribe to Count Cocula. I mean, that I I was thinking that that is uh, you know that is next level satire, and you know uh, just
2: yeah, the count was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go back and watch the re- the rest of the series. So I mean, really, folks. In essence, the uh, the ROTC slash you know, uh, the ROTC media crowd is uh It's essentially what the uh, what the unbearables should have been all along. Yeah, you
2: know, what they wish they.
1: Could. Yeah, just you know, again, a community of hilarious people coming together just to create content and shit post and talk out, you know, content of the day and whatnot. So thank you for adopting a couple of, uh, Stray and Bear Bowls, uh, we have,
2: uh, we have a few minutes left. You, you got, you want to hear the, uh, uh, the, the Sam, the Savage song again?
1: (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah. For for those who, uh, missed the beginning of the show, Chuck wrote a, uh, wrote a great tune, and I almost got choked up. It's, but... a, it's
2: a parody of Elton John. I didn't write it. It's a, it's a parody of Daniel by Elton John.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I love Elton John, though, too. His music, I mean. So. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: He, he writes some
2: nice music. He's um, He doesn't write the lyrics. People just bring him lyrics, and he writes music on the spot. So he's a brilliant music writer. Yeah. But I uh, can't say the same about his yeah. lifestyle. Uh,
1: yeah, he... As Tony Soprano would say, he's a fag.
2: So. <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. I guess this will be, I guess, for the end of the show. What do we got here left? Five minutes? A little, a little more than that?
1: Yeah, a little bit. So we might clock out early.
2: So. All right, so we'll, we'll see if anybody has anything to say if we keep going because, you know, Nightwave's coming on soon. soon so, uh, right? Yeah. Mercer's coming. Yeah, All right. every,
1: everyone uh, go over to Nightwave's channel after uh, this program and head over there. So stay tuned for Nightwave, like, ladies ah. and gentlemen. So I guess
2: the original's called Daniel, so I guess this is called Samuel, after uh, after Sammy here, who has had me on three times, that's why I wore the nice suit, made him uh, um, a ma- ma- t- t- parody.
1: <laughs> hat tip to your, to your sir. So, power.
2: so here it goes, all right.
0: A Samuel savage tonight on the stream. I can see him crushing heads, but never standing mean. No I can see Samuel live on the wire. Oh, God bless Samuel. Cause he's such a savage guy. You say Sammy Savage interviewed Ben. Cause Sammy says it's wanna better. what he's ever ever seen oh, and Sammy should know he's done them now. Don't come up Samuel. 'Cause you're savage so much, oh, Samuel, my brother, you are younger than me. Do you still bring the pain? To the lip tops on your heels, the no savage guy, the show is gonna fly, Samuel, you're a savage. On the street. Oh man, I, I'm not sure. Sorry. The sound will be The star. that made Jimmy go high. tonight on the screen. Saviourless crushing heads. With all the sound will be no him I can see Samuel laugh all the while messy oh, off he's such a savage guy. Sorry I I messed I messed
2: both of them up in different places. Like I said, I wish I would have practiced it more, but
1: to uh quote Jeb Bush everyone please clap uh, please clap <laughs> so, uh, no that's actually worth cl- clapping for unlike uh low energy jeb but uh anyway once again Chuck thank you for uh coming on everyone up uh, please go subscribe to locomotive breath oh I do have to ask you real quick uh you know do, who uh, Chuck? I've noticed that locomotive breath hasn't been active on uh Twitter lately. What's the uh, what's the yeah with that?
2: Uh, the Bears hit me with a uh, with a strike for
0: <laughs> one of
2: our buddies had a thread, and I saw that they were arguing with somebody, but I couldn't see who it was because whoever it was had blocked me. So I had replied, "Other um, idiots." You know they're, they're all morons, stuff like that. That those are the tweets that they reported, and they got me uh, a week long suspension, which will be up tomorrow night, sometime, something like that. So that
1: so. so they so they gay ops you then basically. So yeah, basically yeah, gay ops uh jeff keeps asking for one more song uh, i don't want to run out into mersh's time slot but uh At least
2: they can always flip over but i i, I didn't have i don't think i have anything ready to go uh right now yeah we don't but let me think for a minute <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not who do you think i am fucking kyle kavanaugh you want me to just get up here and fucking butcher something for you
1: even if you butchered it, it would be, it would be better than that flag, flag, it's, uh, you know, so, so, Bob so. uh, actually comments flag, it, so, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: I really, the, I, I hate being put on the spot like that. I'm the kind of guy where I I need to prepare. If I, if I think of something, I'll, I'll, I'll play something.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, anyway, like I said, uh, everyone go subscribe over. Hey, uh, you
2: know what? I could play.
0: In the shuffling madness of locomotive breath, ah. all-time loser, headlong to his death, with all fist and screaming he been breaking on his crown. Old Charlie stole the hand out. And the train won't stop going, no, it just stood out. Oh
2: go. I think that's the first time I've ever actually played locomotive. I don't know why I've never covered that yet.
1: <laughs> wow. First ever live performance, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
2: my, 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 my YouTube handle is locomotive breath, and there's I've never put a Jethro Tull cover up. Go well, figure.
1: Well, you did uh, you did ear- have to change. You did a first on... uh, You are the air first, folks. <laughs> so, Chuck Boris' locomotive breath cover, so... All righty, folks, uh, time to hand over the uh, mic to Mr. Uh, Mersh, as they say in the business. So from all of us here at NGC Studios, uh, good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. As Dennis Miller would say, that's in the news, folks, and I am out of here. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.